Hello, my friend, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. It's the 17th day of April. It's a Monday. I hope your week is up and running with the favor of God just all over it, man. I hope and pray that you are at peace today. I hope and pray that you are praying for us, putting us before the Father. Would you do that? We appreciate it so much. We always need your prayers. We are... We are in seasons of change in our hearts. We can just sense the Father doing things that, and, and it's all beautiful. It's all good. It's all Him working things for our good, and we are just thankful in advance, even in many ways, thankful for what we know He's up to and what we know He's doing. He doesn't give you all the details, but I do believe you can feel the wind blowing in the Spirit, and you know it is him doing some things. And so over the next several months, um, I am believing, and I'm making this statement by faith, not by we got a bunch of stuff squared away. So I'm just going to say it by faith. But over the next several months, we're going to be talking about things the Lord is doing to change our lives. And I'm talking about this ministry in ways that He's showing us open doors. He's going to show us where our foot is to land. And I am very excited about the season that we are entering as we are carefully marking our words and our steps. I've made the mistake in the past of not carefully marking my words, of just saying things as I'm working them out. And it's one thing to do that in an intimate setting. I'll even sometimes warn you. I'll say, hey, I'm going to say a few things that I'm working out. Don't put this as theology. But if you say them and you are not thinking them through, um, sometimes they, they get you in trouble. Or sometimes they seem to, they're not where you are. It seems like it's where you think you are. And then you appear to be unsettled. Uh, and, and I don't mean crazy. I mean literally like you... It looks like you changed your mind. And the truth is, is sometimes you were just speaking out of turn. I am resolved not to speak out of turn where possible in this season. So as the Father begins to lay things in front of us, we will put them in front of you. Jesus has entered a house. He's been talking to the Pharisees who aren't happy with his disciples not washing their hands. We're in Mark 7. He enters a house in verse 17 away from the crowd. His disciples asked him, concerning the parable. And this is where Jesus, well, I skipped ahead there. Let me read the parable. (laughs) I was thinking so much in terms of trying to explain it that I forgot that I hadn't read it to you. So let's start there in verse 14. He called all the multitude to himself and said, hear me, everyone, and understand there's nothing that enters a man from outside which can defile him. But the things which come out of him those are the things that defile a man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. Then the disciples ask him about that. Well, on, on the surface, before we get to the explanation he offers the disciples, it's a very simple statement. You don't put something in you that defiles you, makes you unclean. It's what comes out of you that makes you unclean. Jesus is just making a point. He's not really trying to talk about biology. Of course you can ingest poison and it would kill you. He's talking about uncleanliness, the Things emitted from the body in Torah are what made men and women unclean. And Jesus is making the point that you guys are acting as if people are unclean because of what goes in. But I say to you, they're unclean because of what comes out. And he uses a natural 
the filth expelled from the body as his illustration. Well, it kind of confuses the crowd and it kind of confuses the disciples and they ask him what he means. Verse 18, are you thus without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatever enters a man from the outside cannot defile him because it doesn't enter his heart? Now it becomes obvious what Jesus is trying to do. It doesn't enter his heart, it enters his stomach. And then it's eliminated, thus purifying all foods. The earliest Greek that we have actually sets this last phrase off with a comment by Mark that Jesus is declaring all foods clean. Some some translations of your Bible actually have that in black, in parentheses. It'll say, thus declaring all foods clean. And what we are to assume here is that Mark makes a comment saying, based upon this statement by Jesus, Jesus is our impetus for eating whatever, even if it's forbidden by Torah. So the early church was made an argument here in Mark 7 that they could eat, say, pork, even though their Jewish brethren didn't, because it was forbidden in Torah. And they take Jesus' statement to mean food that comes in doesn't do it. It's what comes out that does it. But then Jesus takes it to a spiritual level. So whether or not Jesus is advocating eating whatever, well, I'll leave that to some other person to argue. I don't think it's his argument. It might be part of it, but I don't think it's the core of it because the core of the argument shows up in verse 20 through 23. What comes out of a man that defiles a man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, theft, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. And Jesus gives this big old laundry list of vices that's horrifying and and but no one you can't you don't read this list and just see it in other people. You see all of this stuff, maybe not all of it, but you see a good bulk of it having come out of you. Which you can make the argument whether or not Jesus is trying to establish you can eat different foods, but I don't think you can miss that Jesus is trying to show that what man needs is a heart change. Because you can change his environment, but the issues are from the inside. And so what comes out of us are all of these terrible things. This is why the Old Testament declared prophetically that God would give circumcision of the heart. This is why the New Testament declares the transformation of the heart. That even though this stuff is coming out of us, two things are true. One By God's grace, we are forgiven. There's no condemnation in Christ. Number two, the transformation of you and I happens not because we change our diet, and I'm speaking spiritually, of course, but because He has transformed our hearts. And so from the Christianity then works not from the outside in, but from the inside out. That's Jesus' argument. Of course, He wouldn't have said the phrase Christianity, But he's basically saying, you're arguing from the outside in. You're arguing, wash your hands. He said, I'm arguing that it's the inside that needs changed. You Pharisees have got the whole washing down, but you got the inside messed up. 
And that's the danger of tradition that ignores the transformation of the heart. Tomorrow, Jesus will go to Tyre and Sidon and meet the Greek woman, and we've got a lot to say about this encounter. See you then. God bless.